0: Hi everyone, Will Gethin here, welcoming you to this introduction to Follow Your Blisters, the Hero's Journey podcast. In the coming weeks, I invite you to join me in exploring how mythologist Joseph Campbell's iconic map for storytelling, The Hero's Journey, can powerfully be applied as a map for living and transformation. I'll be talking to a juicy mix of visionaries, thought leaders, spiritual teachers, environmentalists, activists, writers as well as extraordinary everyday people about their experience of living out the hero's journey or heroine's journey in their lives. We'll also explore Campbell's mantra for living, folly your bliss, and why he later updated it to follow your blisters. I hope these inspirational journeys will inspire you to follow your blisters and discover a renewed sense of meaning, aliveness and purpose in your lives. So in this podcast series, I'll be talking to some inspiring thought leaders and changemakers about their experience living out the hero's journey in their lives. We'll hear from Satish Kumar, the former monk, environmentalist and legendary peace activist, about his experience of walking 8,000 miles around the world from India to the USA and on to Japan for peace without spending any money and eating only vegetarian food. We'll also hear from purpose-led business pioneer and author Sarah Rosen-Thula about her experience of leaving London to go and live in Spain when she was in her 20s for four years, where she became an itinerant uh, street circus performer, uh, juggling fire across the vibrant fiestas of Spain before returning to integrate those skills into the corporate arena. I'll also be talking to Thomas Moore, the American writer and psychotherapist, also a former monk. Uh, and we'll be talking about the dark night aspect of the hero's journey. Uh, Thomas is the author of uh, a a really wonderful book called Dark Nights of the Soul, which really inspired me uh, and helped me make sense of my own hero's journey. He's also the author of Care for the Soul, uh, the New York Times international bestseller, and various books that uh, explore the realms of spirituality, myth, and the imaginal I'll be talking to Tim Freak, and with Tim, I'll be exploring everything from um, uh, his spiritual search, psychedelics, um, oneness, to his new path of what he calls univigilism. And finally, with Dr. William Bloom, we'll explore everything from uh, his becoming a novelist back in the 60s and an honorary Hells Angel to becoming a propagator of 60s counterculture to ultimately becoming uh, one of the foremost uh, pioneers of the UK holistic movement. So to give a bit of background uh, on me as your host and how I became fascinated by the hero's journey, which has become a really powerful and illuminating guide in my own life. For the last 20 years or so, I've been avidly exploring and promoting the new consciousness field in a variety of different ways. Um, as a travel writer and holistic explorer, as an event organiser, and also as a publicist for a variety of change makers and organisations, typically working across the spiritual well-being, environmental and social change sectors. And it was on a travel writing trip in the Moroccan desert in around 2006 that I first discovered Joseph Campbell and his uh, Hero's Journey template for storytelling. So Joseph Campbell... Traveled, who was a mythologist, traveled all the way around the world exploring the different world myths. And he discovered at the heart of all great stories, there's, there's one sort of story uh, which he called the monomyth. And further drawing on the depth psychology of Carl Jung, he then developed The Hero's Journey as a 16-stage story arc, which has since been condensed into 12 stages for, for use in, f- in modern films. The Wizard of Oz is a classic example of the hero's journey, um, in as much as even though it was actually released the film in 1939, uh, it perfectly re- perfectly fits the hero's journey structure. Um, Star Wars was the first film to consciously use the hero's journey, and other famous films uh, that use the hero's journey include The Matrix, Avatar, Dances with Wolves, um, the alcohol alcohol recovery drama Wild, which stars Reese Witherspoon the Lord of the Rings films, and the Harry Potter films. The story typically starts with the hero or heroine having their world shaken up. They go on a journey and and face uh, various challenges and tests and face their fears, and they, they grow and are transformed through their trials. And the hero's journey is also a map for our own lives and the challenges that we face. On that travel writing trip in the Morocco, I was covering a desert firewalking retreat which loosely incorporated the hero's journey structure. The hero's journey includes a road of trial stage where you face tests and challenges. And on this retreat, we faced three core challenges. On day one, we had to break boards with our, with our flat palm of our hands. On day two, we had to bend metal, sort of bending metal between two people moving towards each other until the metal between us, a metal metal rod sort of bent. And the third day, we had to walk on fire treading across hot coals the length of a, of a cricket pitch. And these tests, the idea was that they served as an initiation, preparing us for the inner work for the rest of the retreat, um, for our transformational journeys. And although I got burnt on the fire on that retreat, it was an amazing eight days in the desert, and I returned really fascinated and eager to find out more about the hero's journey. And I read, first of all, a book called The Writer's Journey by a, a guy called Christopher Vogler, which explores the use of the hero's journey in film. And it's a really insightful um, explanation of the different stages of the journey. And I was really amazed to discover um, how this hero's journey mirrored a journey of spiritual or inner exploration that I'd embarked on while traveling in India and Thailand a few years previously to that particular uh, trip in the desert. Um, and on that journey in India and Thailand, I'd, ended up, I'd, I'd found myself, or rather I had an intense um, psychological breakdown where I actually traveled to hell and back. But that journey ultimately proved to be transformational. It it was to lead me, in the end, uh, out of the period of burnout, uh, which followed a hedonistic decade of fun, but ultimately very destructive and addictive living in London, to getting sober and creating a more purposeful and meaningful and creative life in the Gloucestershire countryside. It had been a journey of crisis and renewal, which had had a harrowing dark night of the soul odyssey at its most intense stage. Not everybody has has to endure a dark night on a hero's journey. For many people, or most people, it, it, it plays out in much lighter ways. However, the more I read about the hero's journey following that Moroccan trip, the more it helped me to understand and make sense of that breakdown, breakthrough journey that I'd experienced. And I was amazed to discover how the hero's journey can be used as a map to inform and guide our lives. Christopher Vogler has called the, the writer's journey a complete instruction manual in the art of being human, and I love that. I've since been applying the hero's journey in a novel writing project that has reached, has uh, rather yet to reach completion, uh, especially since my daughter came along. Um, She's now almost two, so since I've been a dad I haven't found, uh, it's been so easy to find the time to to labour my way through a novel which needs more time for, for dreaming and imagining. But over the last three years, I have um, explored the Hero's Journey under the umbrella of my company, Conscious Frontiers, uh, running Hero's Journey-inspired workshops, retreats, and giving talks also about the Hero's Journey. And I've also been recently developing a one-to-one mentoring program for emergent changemakers, helping people to apply the, the map to move forward, or rather to instigate and move forward on their, on their changemakers' uh, work-life journeys. Um, In a later episode, I'll share more about this personal story. It's um, certainly been the most powerful and dramatic um, experience I've had of the hero's journey, even though I've experienced plenty of other hero's journeys along the way in my life. And I think we all experience these hero's journeys, uh, even on a daily or weekly basis in our lives. But typically, they tend to be sort of one, two or three that sort of tend to be wider hero's journey arcs that stand out in our lives as being really poignant experiences of of living this 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 hero's journey structure um, for a quick note about the title of this podcast um follow your blisters joseph campbell's really famous initially initially also for his mantra follow your bliss follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where before there were only walls he promised and he later updated this mantra to follow your blisters um, really sort of acknowledging that when you follow your True calling in life, you're inevitably going to face lots of challenges and you'll grow and transform for those challenges. And it's certainly been my experience in, in life that uh, real bliss tends to be hard won, all the greater for those challenges that you've endured along the way. So we're, we'll reflect on this theme further in the conversations I'll have with the different uh, thought leaders in upcoming episodes. Um, and for these conversations, I'll be working with five condensed stages of the hero's journey that I use in my retreats and workshops. Um, and that's, well, the stages are the call to adventure, on the road, dark wood, treasure, and the return. So we start with the call to adventure, which is an invitation to grow and face your fears and make changes in your life. The call is, is precipitated typically by a period of restlessness, and it invites you to reevaluate your life and to follow your bliss or your blisters, or both. Um, and the call asks you, um, what is life asking you to do right now? What is the thing that you can't not do, perhaps, in spite of any fear or resistance? Yeah, it could be asking what new goal or pathway would bring more meaning or fire up your passion. Uh, it can also ask what, you know, what, how can we be of service to others? Because the hero's journey is, is not just a journey for ourselves. It's also ultimately about bringing something back to share that uh, can benefit the community back home so if we accept the call we then prepare to journey towards our chosen destination Uh, we then reach the next stage which is the on the road stage the road of trials and um, to begin the road the on the road stage we cross a threshold and that's classically symbolized in in films or stories with uh, a cave mouth or crossing a bridge or in films it can also be uh, quite often the moment when the the plane takes off or the ship leaves the harbour um, and the crossing the threshold moment is really powerfully symbolized in the tarot by, by the fool, um, the sort of swashbuckling young adventurer who's standing on the edge of the, on the edge of the cliff, uh, one foot across, sort of, uh, one foot over the precipice ready to take that leap into the unknown, ready to take that leap of faith and begin his journey, um. And the crossing of the threshold moment can often be precipitated by meeting with a a mentor figure, or he can appear soon after the crossing, or even at the crossing. And that mentor figure in the old stories and the fairy tales will often give the the hero or heroine a a magical gift or amulet. Um, Just as in Cinderella, the fairy godmother gives Cinderella a ball gown and and an entourage or um perseus in that ancient greek myth um, is given a a shield to protect him from the gorgon medusa by athena um and the stage is also about building strength and resources and skills and making alliances just as in star wars um luke skywalker makes alliances with um uh r2d2 and c3po and and chewbacca and hans solo and interestingly those 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 uh, characters deliberately um, mirror the, those characters in The Wizard of Oz on, on the road before them. Um, those characters of the Tin Man and, and the Scarecrow and um, the Lion and, of course, Dorothy sort of mirroring Princess Leah. Um, and this stage is also about challenges and tests um, and the tests and challenges that we, we grow through as we sort of build energy, as we make our way towards the next stage of The Dark Wood. And the Dartwood is in, is is where, in the ancient stories, typically uh, the protagonist, hero or heroine, would, would face uh, dragons and monsters, just as St. George uh, met the dragon. Uh, yet in modern stories, the heroes and heroines more typically will face internal dragons or fears or rejected parts of themselves as they grow towards more wholeness and self-acceptance and inner peace. Um, so we move from uh, through an outer or inner challenge, and... And have a chance to move through a major obstacle uh, as we uh, move towards completing the dark wood stage to complete our journey. And then the next stage of the hero's journey we're working with is is the treasure stage. Carl Jung said, the gold is in the dark. And so it is that in meeting our greatest fears and challenges, we have the chance to to, uh, reap our greatest gifts. And that gift could be a new perception or more clarity or more understanding could be an inner shift and more love or more self-acceptance for ourselves. Um, this stage is also about death and rebirth. A part of you has died and a new part uh, can then be born. And we then come to the return stage. And in, in the stories, Returning Home, the hero or hero must integrate any changes and redefine his or her place in the home tribe. They have the chance to put to good use, as Christopher Vogler puts it, they discovered unused potentials so they can then uh, contribute to the welfare and betterment of their communities uh, back home. The return stage is also about crystallizing any learnings from the journey, and it's about making any adjustments. So often when we return from a journey, uh, we, we've changed, so it's hard to, it can be hard to adjust to, the, to our world back home again. It's, it's, a, it's the same world, but we, we come back to it with new eyes as a different person, and we have to find our, our place all over again in that, in that, in that community. Um, The most important thing with the return stage is that we bring something back to share um, with the community that that, uh, benefits the community and changes lives for the better. If we remain selfish and don't bring something back to share, then we're destined to repeat the journey again and go around that cyclical journey of the hero's journey, facing all the arduous challenges all over again. So as I've described these different stages of of the journey, you may have found yourself reflecting on what stage of the journey you're at, you're at personally. Um, and maybe this introduction may even precipitate a call to adventure in your own life or even give you a nudge to take up a call that you've perhaps been ignoring for, for, for months or years. So will you answer that call? Will you take the risk? The 18th century German writer and scientist Goethe said, Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power and magic in it. And this echoes the idea of Campbell's, when you really follow your bliss, the universe, as he puts it, will open doors where before there were only walls. And it's the idea that when you fully commit to a dream, all sorts of synchronicities and unforeseen events and chance meetings can somehow seem to kind of conspire to support you and guide you forward on your quest. And I've definitely experienced this magical sense of support in my own life. As we explore the different stages of the hero's journey in my upcoming interviews, I really invite you to use them as an opportunity to find clues and inspiration for your own unfolding journeys. Um, You can gain insights into how this archetypal map of living can usefully guide your own life. So, for example, if you're in the dark wood and you you feel like you're in crisis or you feel stuck or full of fear, uh, don't despair. Trust that on this tried and tested path, um, there's always the latent opportunity for transformation in the dark wood. So stay open and be willing to face your fears head on, to change and to grow. And um, it's a good time to let go of what's not working in your life and to accept disowned parts of yourself. Joseph Campbell has said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. I'll repeat that. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And if you bravely enter that cave and face your fears, you can uncover the gold and the dark that Jung promised. So the hero's journey is ultimately a journey to wholeness. Returning home, you've changed. You've become more authentic, more integrated, more whole. The circle is complete and you feel more connected to yourself and the world around you. I'd like to round off this introduction with a really wonderful quote I love from Campbell, which really sums up the essence of the hero's journey. He said, What I think is a good life is one hero's journey after another. Over and over again, we're called to the realm of adventure. You are called to new horizons. Each time, there is the same problem. Do I dare? And if you do dare, the dangers are there, and the help also, and the fulfillment, or the fiasco. There's always the possibility of a fiasco, but there's also the possibility of bliss. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this introduction to Folly or Blisters, please stay tuned for upcoming lively and inspiring conversations released bi-weekly on Wednesdays on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and other channels, kicking off with Satish Kumar on the 26th of May. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts where any reviews would be hugely appreciated. You can also find out more about this podcast on ConsciousFrontiers.com where you can sign up to receive news and updates. Big thanks go to Ike Morland for editing and recording this podcast, to Michael Tyack for the music, and to GFM Radio here in Glastonbury for lending me their studio. Finally, if you have friends who you think would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, please do spread the word. Thanks a million.